Welcome to the Sail Loot Podcast, where we share our adventures of the sea and help to achieve that cruising life that sets us free. I'm Teddy J, and this is podcast episode 18 with Brady and Yasha from Delos. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't say thank you enough. All of the stories and the reviews and everything, they are the most inspiring thing for us to hear over at Sail Loot. As Brady and Yasha will tell you, it is great to get all of the feedback and to help inspire people to get out there and sail. It is just awesome. So... Thank you guys very much. Thank you, uh, liveandsea.com. That's L-I-V-E-N-S-E-A.com for using the sailloot.com forward slash Bluehost URL and uh, affiliate link in order to go ahead and uh, get your hosting ready for in for your website, for your blog. You know, go ahead and check them out. They're just kind of getting started over there. So it's uh, hopefully it'll turn into something great. Hopefully I, I didn't uh, let people know too early about what, what you got going over there, but maybe they'll see how you build out your website and your blog. I had to get Brady and Yasha on the line, obviously. I had to get the rest of the Delos crew to talk about their adventure, to fill in the gaps, to get the other side of the story. So here it is, like Brady and Yasha, what a fun conversation that I had with these two. It was great. We were pretty much laughing most of the way through and, and just having a good old time. They, Brady and Yasha were in New Zealand at the time. They are now back on Delos. If you enjoy the episode, please, 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 the reviews on iTunes help out so, so much in order to get the podcast you know, kind of up and viewed in iTunes and help for the search rankings in iTunes and all that other stuff. So head on over to sailloot.com forward slash podcast review. And that is a one-stop shop. You can review the podcast there. You can sign up to get the podcast, uh, to subscribe to the podcast over there. And you can subscribe to the email rally right all from that one webpage. There's also a cool little video over there that I put together. So go ahead over there, sailloot.com forward slash podcast review. Check that out if you're interested and share with as many people as you want. And again, thank you guys very much. As we say, it is you guys. It is the fans. It is the community that keeps us inspired and all of your feedback. That is just it's absolutely amazing to get emails from you guys um, knowing that maybe we helped or... Like Brady says later on to get a picture saying, hey, you're the reason we got a new sailboat. I'll let you hear that straight from Brady, though. Here you go, Brady and Yasha. Delos. All right. Well, hello. Welcome. Uh, this is Teddy from Sailute, and I am honored to be joined by Brady and Yasha, the other half of the Delos crew that I was not able to have on the line when I first talked to Brian and Karen. So thank you guys very, very much for joining me today on your Friday afternoon in New Zealand. <laughs> You're welcome, man. Thanks yeah. for giving us a call. No worries. Oh, Our pleasure. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, so what are you what are you in New Zealand for now? Um, well, my family lives here. Okay. So we're visiting them kind of at the moment. We're just hanging out and we're about to head up north for like a little family holiday for like two weeks. Um, so yeah, just visiting them. Haven't been home in like a year. So it's nice to catch up and my sisters are back as well. So it's kind of like a little family reunion. Cool. 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 Before we head back to Dallas. Yeah. That, That sounds like a lot of fun. All right. So I'm sort of gonna go back and start from the beginning like I always do, but I think I, you know, I'm going to kind of piece it together a little bit here from what I know and from right. you know what uh, Brian and, and Karen told me. So, Brady, I believe before you got on Delos, you were in Florida. Is that correct? Yep. And yeah, that's right. I was I was um, in Orlando studying at UCF. Okay. Just kind of basically treading water. No, no pun intended. Uh, just trying to get by, really, just going to school because there was no real other choice right then. And I spent some time down in the Keys kind of doing diving, and I started teaching scuba diving down there and, and got my captain's license and stuff, and then um, learned how to sail down there as well. So, yeah, that that's kind of what I remember, uh, you know, Brian saying is the fact that, so you actually got like a whole bunch of certifications down there in in the keys, it sounds like getting your captain's license and your, you know, are you so you're a certified scuba diver instructor? Uh, yeah, used to be. I, I haven't, uh, <laughs> I haven't repaid my. I didn't kill anybody or anything. I just haven't repaid my dues in a couple of years. And and Patty is pretty, um, pretty on top of. If you don't pay, you have to recertify. So. I can still teach people technically, but I give them a seashell instead of a. Yeah, Brady taught me. I don't really have a <laughs> certification. He just yeah, give me a bunch yeah, of shells instead there of an go. actual <laughs> official card. I kind of just give them a shell. Cool, cool. Uh, that that works out pretty well, I guess. Just huh? Off the record. <laughs> yeah, no problem. You want me to edit that out or? <laughs> no, no, that's that's good. Um, so have you ever, Yasha, have you ever needed to like show anybody? I mean, you, you got, do you guys actually dive with anybody where you need to show like a, a certification card? Yeah, we've dove with a few companies um, since then, but you have your card. I, I, I'm now certified. I she went through the full went process. through the full course and stuff now. So I was like, because there was a few times, like the first time we went through Vanuatu and these guys dove on the Coolidge, you have to go with a, through a dive shop. Um, and I wasn't certified, so I couldn't go. And I was so, like, you know, real annoyed. <laughs> so after that, I was like, okay, I have to get certified so that from then on out I can, you know, go with the crew. Gotcha. Go diving. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm good. I'm sorted. <laughs> good, good, good for you. So what happened, Brady, with – so did Brian just give you a call at some point in time and say, hey, help me. Uh, you, you have your captain's license. Come help me sail this thing. <laughs> Um, it wasn't exactly like that. Like I had been, been really close with Brian growing up. We kind of grew up opposite sides of the country. When our parents separated, we were 10 years apart. So he went off to, to college and I kind of moved with my mom. But every holiday I had or vacation, I'd always go up to Seattle and visit him. Mm-hmm. And it started out with, with, you know, just his little trailer sailor up there. And then as the years went on, the boats got bigger and kind of but every time I'd go up, we'd sail together and we'd go up to, to the San Juan Islands or up north towards British Columbia. And it was just kind of one of those other things. It was a bigger boat and they were, they were on their way down in Mexico and invited me out for kind of Christmas, New Year's. So I was out for a couple of weeks. And then 
you know, that next season they were getting ready to leave for the Marquesas to stop, to start the, um, the Pacific crossing. And we're just like, Hey man, you want to, do you want to come along for the, for the passage with us? We're leaving, you know, the end of March or something like that. And, and had you finished school at that point? No, I had about... You missed an important part of the story. <laughs> he was only meant to be on board for three weeks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had about a semester left of school. And um, yeah, man, I kind of just weighed the options. And I, like I said, I was only in university kind of treading water because I thought it was the right thing to do because everybody else was doing it. I wasn't doing it because I was 110% into it. So... Yeah, it was just the right opportunity at the right time, and I had one semester left, and I decided to go. And yeah, you know, three weeks into it, where I was supposed to fly back and, and finish school and use those student loans on school, I just kind of, <laughs> I just kind of stayed on Delos, and and it's been you know a five year ride so far. So, did you use those student loans on Delos? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely helped me help me get by. Nice, nice. That, <laughs> Amongst other things, yeah. How did the student loans get paid back? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or have they not gotten paid back yet? Yeah, that's, yeah. In process. It's in process, yep. I want another story. Okay, so if you guys want to set sail, what we're saying here is be yeah. young enough to Take get a student, student loan. on a boat and leave. Go. <laughs> Don't come back. Oh man, that's funny. Now those things aren't really important, are they? Yeah. I mean, they are, but like, yeah, better things to do than pay them off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I totally agree. Totally agree. And here I am sitting here being like, ah, me and Megan need to pay off her Duke student loans maybe before we get on a boat and all that stuff. Just <laughs> yeah. say the heck probably, with it and go. Probably the wisest thing. It's to do. probably a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't regret anything, but I could have done things differently. Yeah, no, that that's okay. I, uh, I'm glad you didn't. I guess. Let's, yeah, <laughs> let's put it that way. So, where were you supposed to fly home from? At, at... Uh, I think I was going to fly home from Tahiti. Okay. So I was going to do to the Marquesas for yeah a couple weeks there, hang out, go to the Tuamotus, and then once we got to the Society Islands, I was going to fly back home. So kind of enjoy myself and get to do some diving and and. uh yeah, I think we got to Tahiti, and I think I was looking at flights or something like that, and we were all sitting around drinking rum, and we're like, now what the hell are you doing? Like, <laughs> you don't need to leave. Like, what are we doing? Why are you leaving? You know, we all kind of were like, yeah, you're right. Let's just keep going. So. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so were you were you actually using those student loans to kind of, like, fund that trip at that point in time? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Nice. I definitely was. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You you weren't a burrito technician yet. No, not yet. That was once the student loans wore off. <laughs> <laughs> I still considered that first season. Well, I still consider it university. It's just a different university than society says. You hey, know? that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, that's good. I'm sure you learned a lot. That, uh, they that's... still want to be learning things that help my life. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So you kept going from there. And, uh, where did you, oh, did you, so you like, didn't get another job until you got to New Zealand? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we got to New Zealand and then, um, did a small trip back home to visit family and it's great. I got my working holiday visa there. So if you're under 30, you can get a year Mm -hmm. holiday visa and, um, yeah, started working there at like end of November in 2010, started working in New Zealand for the summer. 
And w- were you were you a burrito technician? Is that, that where was, you started yeah. your burrito technician ways? That was my burrito rolling days. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was real cool. Met a uh, American family from California, Mexicali fresh, and um, yeah, they they gave me a job, and and it was a, oh, it was a blast, man. I didn't save as much as I should have, but it was a good summer working in New Zealand, saving up or trying to save. Trying to save. Well, cool. Were you spending it uh, on on road trips around New Zealand too much, or what? Yeah, exactly. We were um, we were looking after a friend's boat in the viaduct as well. It was a pretty good sized Nordhaven, so it was just parked right in the middle of of downtown Auckland, and just lots of partying, lots of road trips, lots of drinking, <laughs> as you do, I guess. And Yasha, you weren't in New Zealand at that point in time, were you? You were in Fiji, is that right? Uh, no, I was in New Zealand, but I was just down in Christchurch. Um, I didn't know them at this point. No, no, I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. So, so the whole I guess time... I was still in school. What's that? I guess I would have been just, I guess I would have been just finishing school. Okay. Right. Yeah. 2010. Yeah. God, that makes me sound young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what were you in school for? Uh, no, just high school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> you are yeah, what? You're really young. <laughs> yeah, I'm 21. All right, fantastic, nice. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> I sorry, sorry. I <laughs> totally lost my train of thought there. <laughs> uh, um, okay, cool. So you um. So when you went home, that that was my question. What did your parents say about all your student loans and all that other stuff? Were they like, ah, oh, whatever, good for you? Yeah, it was kind of. My parents were pretty um, out of the the picture when it came to university. I mean, they they knew I was going to university, but it was all my own stuff. So it was my my deal, my problems, kind of thing. I mean, they they definitely knew that I had student loans, but I don't know. It was just kind of my thing that I was dealing with. Yeah. So I didn't get, yeah, didn't get the old talking to, what are you doing with your life? You should be paying your student loans back. None of that. <laughs> right. You showed them pictures and, and they said, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as okay, you're happy and having fun, we're good. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Okay. Oh, at least they were supportive. Um, oh, yeah. So did you have anything or like, like Brian paid for Delos, right? Now, were you like helping with any of that? Like, were you... Uh, you know, back then, had you figured out that it was, I, I don't know, I think I watched uh, the video of their of Brian and Karen's talk recently, and um, they said it was something like 125 a week or whatever is what they figured out. Were you like, how did you work that out along the way, I guess? Or have you, uh, you know, when people get on board, is Brian, I guess my question is, is Brian just responsible for paying for Delos, as in, you know, the loan? <laughs> right yeah, yeah no that's that's a really good question man a lot of people wonder about that and yeah brian was was the original i mean he put the money down for the boat and got the boat and and it's it's a mortgage like a house so you know there's monthly payments and everything that that go into it and that first season i'd say i didn't put as much in as i should have i actually ended up owing brian quite a bit of money at the end of that first season right. and um as things have kind of went on and, and, and uh, his funds had kind of run low is when we started doing to split everything up between whoever's on board. And that started right after New Zealand. We started splitting up rent, fuel, food, everything kind of between whoever was on board at that time. And rent included basically what the mortgage was for the boat? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
I mean, I think he still paid the majority of it. It was um, probably about he paid half, and then whoever else was on board split the other half sort of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it worked out pretty good for, uh, you know, 100 bucks a week or $125 a week. You could go and sail around and have food and everything taken care of for you. It's a pretty sweet deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is yeah. a pretty sweet deal. Um, yeah. So you were in, were you also, while you were in New Zealand, were you helping on other boats? You know, Brian mentioned that you guys might have done some of that. Yeah, yeah. There was quite a few bigger super yachts that were in the same marina that we were um, watching that boat in and got some day work. Which is great. They just pay you, you know, in cash, hundred, hundred fifty dollars a day, and got some cool experience and met some great friends. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, real quick, did you have a favorite location on your way to New Zealand? Oh man, I'd have to say Nui was my favorite one. What's that? Nui. It's N U I E, I believe, and it's um, it's kind of between Cook Islands and Tonga. Okay. And it's just a random small limestone island that pops out of nowhere in the middle of the South Pacific. And it's just beautiful. Like the visibility of the water there is over 100 feet all the time. There's whales everywhere and caves everywhere because it's a limestone island. Just really, really magical place. Awesome. All right. And so from New Zealand, where did you guys go right up to Fiji? Yeah. Yeah, it was um, it was me and Brian, and we met another American guy, Paul, who people have probably seen on on some of the intro videos and and some of his blogs and stuff. We met Paul in New Zealand, and um, asked him to come with us. And then there was another Australian guy that hopped on board. So there's four of us guys that left from New Zealand to go up to Fiji. Right. All right. Nice. And so you got to Fiji, and um, Yasha, were you like just immediately there? Um. Like well, as, they, guess, as they pulled Delos in, were you just like on the dock saying hi? I'm, I'm here. <laughs> no, I had no idea who they were. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the, I guess you guys have been cruising around for like a month in Fiji. Yeah, and then we met in a um, in an anchorage called Musket Cove, which is like the a southern part of um, the Asawa Group in Fiji. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was it's just a real beautiful spot in Anchorage, and a lot of cruising boats hang out there and. That's kind of where we met. There was a big party going on. It was like a bunch of people's birthdays. I want to know why you left New Zealand in the first place. How'd you get to Fiji? Yeah, I, I, you know that, I was getting there. Yeah, I do. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no. No problem. Thank you. Thank you, Brady. <laughs> um, well, I left on my aunt and uncle's sailboat um, oh, from New Zealand up to Fiji. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit after Dallas did. And then we were just in the same anchorage and we met. That's okay. kind of how that happened. <laughs> okay, so you had actually sailed up to Fiji as well. Yeah. I'd um, ha- never sailed before in my life, really. Um, my aunt and uncle, they're from Holland originally, mm-hmm. and they were circumnavigating, um, and they were in New Zealand at the time, and it was just, it was just kind of a convenient time. Um, I jumped on board, and I was just ready to go travel, and then went up to Fiji, hung out with them for like a – a month in Fiji before I met Delos, and then Brady pulled that old classic line, do you want to come sailing for the weekend? <laughs> ah, <laughs> and the then, classic uh, line. Yeah. <laughs> classic line. Yeah. And, and it worked, huh? It did work, yeah. <laughs> I uh, didn't know what I was getting myself into. I was just, I guess I was just young and 
keen to party and there was a bunch of other young people and they were all traveling on a boat and I was like, this is kind of cool. Yeah, I'll come for the weekend. <laughs> so we, yeah, went away for the weekend up in the Asawas and then came back and um, and then it was sort of like, do you want to come to Vanuatu? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> Grab your passport. Let's, yep, go. <laughs> let's do it. Pack the bags, jump ship. <laughs> Sweet. And so that weekend ended up being a whole lot longer period of time, it sounds like. Yeah, uh, a whole lot. A whole lot three, three and a half years longer. Uh, yeah. There you go. All right. So it's been three and a half years since then, huh? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Sweet. Yep. So do your, your aunt and uncle, just did they go back to New Zealand? No, they hung around Fiji for like a year okay. and went back to Holland for the um, the cyclone season and came back and then they went through Vanuatu and I think they're in Australia now. Okay. Yeah, so they're still cruising around. They're just taking it real slow. Cool. It took them eight years to get from Holland to New Zealand, so <laughs> <laughs> they're taking it real slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. So – at that point in time, enough of your stuff was on your aunt and uncle's boat that you were like, well, I got enough to get on Del. Let's transfer all of my stuff over to Delos and uh, we'll, we'll go wherever Delos goes. Is, is that kind yeah, of Yeah, pretty much. Well, um, I originally had bought a ticket out of Fiji um, to fly into Australia and I was going to like backpack the East Coast. Um, so I was going to get to Australia in my mind. Um and then when Delos was like, well, we're going to get to Australia eventually. We're just going to go through Vanuatu and the Solomons. Um, I was just like, in my mind, that just kind of worked. I was like, yeah, I'm open for that. So it gotcha. just kind gotcha. of fell into place, I guess. Yeah. Didn't have much, though. I mean, it was just one bag in your passport. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was backpacking, so I just had a pack, yeah. you know? Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. What a great way to get to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. at, at that point in time, I would, uh, all right, so like you, you just threw in money for whatever you needed as well? Yeah, we just sort of split the costs like yeah. Brady was talking about before. And yeah. it turned out to be like quite cheap because there was, I guess, four of four of us at that time. And Karen flew out, you know, mm-hmm. on her holidays from uni. So there was four or five of us. Um so it worked out well, and I mean, I'd saved up a little bit of money, so it wasn't like things were real tough. And I knew that when I got to Oz that, you know, I'd start working again, so it wasn't like, I don't know, I, I don't know, it just kind of yeah. worked yeah. out. She was a lot, just... a lot more financially responsible than I was being <laughs> a young girl leaving the country for the first time. I had no money, and she had a bunch of money saved up. <laughs> Not a bunch. Well, just, just enough just to last enough, me like yeah. six, eight months, something like that. Yeah. Brady, yeah. you had thousands of dollars worth of student loans. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Real responsible. <laughs> you had plenty of money saved up, man. That's <laughs> why we balance each other out. They're yeah. good. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So you so you got to Australia. And uh, Brady, were you just like completely out of money at that point? Yeah, that's actually when I, because like I said, I didn't do a good of a job as I should have in Auckland saving when I was a burrito technician. Mm-hmm. So... By the time that season was done from Fiji to Australia, or from New Zealand up to the islands to Australia, it was like eight months or something like that. So it was quite a long, long season. And we didn't spend much, but we didn't have much to start out with. So by the time we got there, I owed Brian quite a bit of money. 
And we were all real. We broke. were all yeah. We were all really really broke. Brian's Brian Savings was gone. All of us had zero money, and we were just kind of I don't know. We were in a different place. We were kind of uh, not over sailing, but we were ready to have a change, you know. And and Karen was going to, to university in Melbourne, in Southern Australia, and and it was about to be winter. So we were like, man, let's just go down there. Let's enjoy a season. Let's go someplace where it's cold. Let's you know, let's move down to South <laughs> Australia and get somewhere. We regretted that right away, but <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was fun being in Australia. I mean, we we parked parked Delos on the hard in in a place called Bundaberg, like a little port town, yep. and uh, put her on the hard. Packed up a little rental car, and there was four of us: me and Paul and Yasha and Brian, and all of our lives in in this little rental car, and drove what, was like five days or something. Yeah, yeah, I drove like five days down to Melbourne and. And uh, moved in with a friend. Um, he, he let us stay there for a while until we kind of got on our feet and found found jobs. And Australia has the same thing as New Zealand does, so I was able to get a work visa, no problem. Sure. For for, for a year. And uh, this is funny. The, the guy that 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 let us stay at his house, we met him out sailing as well, and he'd finished about a year before us. And um, when he got back. When he was done sailing, he ended up buying a, a franchise, a Mexican food franchise. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Oh man, I can I can get you a job if you want, bro. Like, you know, you already worked at this place, Mexicali Fresh, and in, in New Zealand, and now I own I own a couple Mad Mexes here in Melbourne, and you can come do the same thing." <laughs> like, no, no, I'm all right. I, no, I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that. And then, you know, a month goes by of job searching, and nothing really. Nobody really wants to hire somebody on a temporary visa, so. I went back to the old technician days and started working for him again, doing burritos again. Nice, nice. And Yasha, what were you doing at the time? Um, I worked for like a couple months. Um, I guess it was like the end of summer at a um, like a gelato ice cream shop, mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> which was really great because I got to have free ice cream all the time. Yeah. yeah. But then um, that kind of faded out, and then I was working in a in a burger place, um, not really what you think. You don't really get like those kinds of places in the States. What would you, I don't know what you would yeah, describe kind of a, it as. Not like a McDonald's or like a, any of that. It was like a. Um, one of a kind. It was kind like of. a new kind of hip burger and beer kind of place. And I really loved it. Um, I worked there for like six months, I think. And just saved up a bunch of money for sailing again and yeah I don't know it was good it was real good just working lots though like we didn't really go out and party or like experience much of Melbourne because I guess we were just totally in this mindset of save 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 so we were all just working like yeah six days a week you know six seven days a week just like constantly and you know it was it was full on like through the winter but it was worth it yeah. That was definitely about that. Yeah. And were you st- so were you still staying at your friend's place at this point? No, we um we stayed there for like a month, a month. or two and then we um like sussed out our own little apartment, which was perfect. Okay. Which is like five minutes from work for me. Um mm-hmm. just out of the city. You two or like Yeah, us oh, and Brian. And Brian, the yeah. three of us. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And Karen lived pretty pretty close by to where we got the apartment, so she would come over all the time, and Brian would go over to her place, and it kind of worked out perfect because um, all that money I had borrowed from Brian 
now he was broke, so it was my turn. So I was working and I was, you know, paying his rent as well. So it was really good to to give back and kind of repay him that way instead of having to hand over a bunch of cash, you know? Yeah. Kind of worked out really, really well for yeah, every, everybody it that did. was there. It kind of just worked out. Yeah, that it sounds like it works out pretty well. And something else that I thought of uh, a couple minutes ago was that. So Paul was with you guys the entire time from Fiji to Vanuatu and then all the way over to Australia as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he um he came down to Melbourne with us mm-hmm. and then I don't know, I think like he was just I think he was ready to go home and just sort of questioning like what am I doing? Yeah, it was thing. kind of a random point for him because he he had he he had a degree in, in advertising and he just did the sale just kinda to do it and then we all were in the zone of all right, it's time to get jobs and save to go sailing again. And he was kind of halfway in between. He's like, well, I'm not going to go sailing again with you guys, but I'm not just going to sit in Melbourne and hang out. So, yeah, he made the decision just to go back to the States and, and try and get some work. Some big boy work, as we call it. Some big boy work. <laughs> was, was, do you know if he was able to get big boy work? <laughs> no, he went to New York and became a bartender for a couple of years. We just recently saw him like a couple months ago. Yeah, he's doing really good. Now he's actually going to school to... Um, to operate the the monitors that run people's hearts when they're having open heart surgery. Yeah, okay. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what are those? Things? Crazy. Yeah, one you those, probably know one of them. Yeah, a little bit. One of those people that you know works in an OR like like I do. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy people. Uh, <laughs> Someone has podcasts with random people around the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what I do. It's what, it's what I do. You know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you guys are are there, and ha- all right. How long were you in Australia for? I think total was like ten months. Yeah, about ten months. Okay. Yeah, we got into Bundaberg around November, and we left. Um. Yeah. No, we we got we got, to, we got down to Melbourne like February, and we left in like November. Right. Right. Okay. So it was like ten months. Yeah. Total. Okay. From time yeah. to Bundaberg, yeah. And so the entire time, you, Brady, you were a burrito technician, and Yasha, you were, you know, either gelato or in a hamburger beer type place. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys hadn't got on any like super yachts yet. No, no, not yet. No. All right, right, cool, cool. Yeah. (laughs) So you, so you took off and went north, correct? Um, after Melbourne. Yeah. Um, we went to the states for a couple months. Yeah, it was time to. It was you know that whole family thing came in again, and we hadn't seen them in another year. So. I might just turn this video off. Yeah, some of that savings went to. Went to going to have flights home to go go. go back to Orlando and Florida and, and spend a few weeks there. We did a cool road trip from California through um, to Las Vegas because the girls hadn't seen Las Vegas. So we did that for a little while and then flew over to Orlando. And um, what happened then? Did you fly? You flew back to... Yeah, we did like Thanksgiving and stuff and Christmas over there and New Year's. Yeah. And then I flew back home and then... That's when that was so that was the first introduction to kind of the super yacht thing was because I um, needed more money to go sailing, and my dad lives in in Hollywood, so it's in Fort Lauderdale, right by, you know, the yachting capital of the world, 
And I've got my STCW, just kind of like a basic safety training for anybody that's that's wanting to get in on on a super yacht or anything commercial shipping really. And um, did that in Fort Lauderdale, and then worked on a super yacht there for about two or three months, and uh, saved up a bit more while Yosha flew back to New Zealand and worked a bit more here. Okay. And uh, yeah, and then flew back out to Delos after that. Had Brian and Karen at that point in time, so they they went home too, right? <clears throat> yeah, they came um, to the states with us, and then and then they went to Sweden okay. for a couple months. Yeah, um, went and stayed it with Karen's mom. Yeah, and we all just kind of worked and saved a little bit more money. Um, Karen had like just, Karen just finished university, so she had an internship. Okay, in Sweden. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. I'm um, up- so we were back for like three or four months and then kind of, yeah, did our own thing, I guess, for the first half of the year and then met back up in Australia um, in Bundaberg where Delos was parked and sort of started the season from there. Right, right. Gotcha. Okay. I'm sort of yeah. putting this all together now. Yeah. I remember them telling me that they uh, went to Sweden for a little while and stuff like that. And so yeah. it sounds like while they were in Sweden, you guys were both working in your various places. Brady, you were making money on super yachts down in Florida. And Yasha, you were home in New Zealand. What were you doing in New Zealand? Um, I was working in a butchery of all places. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, random, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I did that for like three months. I pretty much just put my head down and just like was working six days a week and just saved everything. And then um, my family went to um, Holland for my parents' 30th wedding anniversary. So I went over there for a bit of a holiday for like a month. And then from Amsterdam, I flew to um, to Dallas in Cairns. So these guys had already been on the boat for like a month already. And then I sort of joined them like a month later. So okay. kind of I'm putting the videos together in my head too. So yeah, now it's making sense. Yeah. Now the videos start. Zero to cruising starts when we're leaving Bundaberg. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's correct. And yeah, and you showed up and started helping Brian and all that stuff. And then yes, yeah, okay, Yasha showed up. Yasha showed up a little bit later. Um, yeah. A couple questions about what what you guys were doing. Uh, Yasha, did you actually have to like uh, butcher some animals and stuff like that? <laughs> No, no, no. I was just working in the, um, in the, like, I guess the deli. Um, it was like a real nice kind of deli, but that like, you know, that butcher or the whatever, like in the back, yeah, but then yeah. would sell like, um, wines and cheeses and nice salamis and stuff. So I was just working in there, like kind of with the customers. I never had to shop anything. <laughs> Gotcha. So you were out front selling yeah. stuff and people were yeah. in the back chopping stuff and they brought it out yeah, to you to you sell go. to the customers. I totally understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and Brady, what was this um, certification that you said you got? The safety certification? Uh, it's called STCW95. And it's um, it's also referred to as BST or basic safety training. Okay. And um, yeah, like I said, it's like a six-day course five-day course, five- or six-day course, and, and it covers um, personal survival at sea, uh, basic first aid, firefighting, um, social responsibility. That's it. Right. That's it, yeah. 
just kind of all the basic stuff. And I think this is something that you have to have if, like, even if you're going to turn, it's not just to be on, like, super yacht, huge yachts and stuff. I think, like, if you're going to turn your boat into a charter boat or do anything, like, sort of professional like that with your boat, that I believe you have to have this training. Is that correct? Yeah. So it's any any boat that's that's going to be commercially used. So whether that's a charter boat or a big tanker, anything that's kind of making money or has paying passengers or something like that on board, you need it. So I think like so, m- most captains have to have this. Basically. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that. I don't know about the size of boat if that has anything to do with it. Like let's say you have a you know thirty foot sailboat and you're chartering sunset cruises. I'm not sure if you if you're required to have it then. Right. Okay. Because when I was when I was down in the Keys and I was captaining dive boats down there, I didn't need to have it. I just needed my captain's license. So I think it might be for vessels over a certain size. I'm not really sure about that. Okay. And so what? And so you were just on a super yacht. What were you doing? On on. Yeah, the- uh, I started out day working. So which is pretty much you. You just kind of have to prove yourself. You go and you walk all the the marinas and the docks where the super yachts are, and you just hand your CV out and you go to the bars and you meet people. And it's all about networking and kind of getting your name out there. So I did that for a bit, and um, it was my birthday actually. Luckily, somebody had gave me a call and said, "Hey, we're looking for somebody to work for the next couple of days." And usually that always, if you're good, it turns into a couple weeks worth of temporary work. And that was basically the, the, the owner of the boat wanted the, it was a big, um, 200 foot power boat. Can't remember what kind of boat it was, but it was a massive 200 foot power boat and they were getting all kinds of stuff redone. So we basically had to move everything from inside the boat, like moving a mansion into storage containers. And then they came in and redid the interior and then move everything back. So it was basically just walking stuff up and down the stairs for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> So you were like a mover, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and you had to have your and, and you had to have this safety certification for that. You did, yeah, because the boat is still technically under the the yacht insurance, and anybody that works on the yacht needs to have that certification. Whether you're just kind of temporary working, moving stuff around, or whether you're on the boat when it's actually in the water moving. Gotcha. And the boat was tied up the whole time, right? It was actually out of the water, yeah. It was on the hard. Oh, it was out of the water. Okay. All right. So you basically did like maintenance and stuff like that on boats. Is yeah, sort of I did that for the like. first for the first couple of weeks on on that first boat, and then, like I said, it's all about networking in that industry, and they kind of um, gave me a good reference. And there was another boat that was in that same in the same uh, workyard at the Rybovich shipyard in West Palm Beach, and they were looking for a, a deckhand for like two months. And it was kind of perfect because I was planning on leaving for Delos in, in April, and I got the job in January. So it, it kind of worked out with this second boat. I was just a deckhand, um, which is basically you just take care of the exterior of the boat, ma- maintenance and painting and cleaning and all that sort of good stuff. Polishing. Polishing, yeah. <laughs> right. Make Keeping it looking pretty, right? Yeah, keep it shiny. Right. And so were you out on that boat? Was that boat in the water? Yep, that boat was in the water. We we did a few trips over to the Bahamas, which were really, really fun. Never been over to the Bahamas before, so went over there, and it's really great just to get paid to go over there. And then, you know, you have the owner on board, which is pretty intense. You you work pretty hard for the time that they're on, and then once they're off, you kind of have a couple of days off, and you get to go play and have fun in the Bahamas. Well, cool. 
cool. So that that worked yeah. out pretty well for you to go uh, see the Bahamas, even though you might have been working your butt off a lot of the time. But uh... <laughs> yeah, no, it worked out really well because you know there's no rent, there's no cost for food, everything's taken care of. So every all the money you're making just is straight to savings. Nothing's going out. Cool, cool. So straight straight for uh, getting getting on Delos the next time, huh? Yep, exactly. Cool. So now you guys kind of got back to Delos. You go, you pick Yasha up, and you go north at this point, right? Yep. Yep. And into Indonesia? Yeah, correct. Um, well, I guess we kind of spent a bit of time in Australia. Um, we kind of cut up around the top and then came into Darwin. I guess we sailed for like a month. We did, yeah. From Cancer Darwin? We did you flew in in May and we didn't leave from, from Darwin until August. Early August. Yeah. June, July. Yeah, a couple months. Cruising around Australia and the Northern Territory Territory? Okay. Territory. <laughs> um, which was really beautiful. Um real different to Melbourne, just I mean, it's it's really like Australia up there. Um, kangaroos and real red dirt and <laughs> I don't know. It was just real nice to be back on the boat again and just ready. We were ready to like see another culture, I guess, and yeah. get back into it. Um, yeah. And then from Darwin, then we headed headed up to Indonesia. Um, spent about a month diving in Rajampat, okay. which was awesome. Um, and then kind of had like various people flying and out from starting from then. I guess Nina was on board from Darwin to Indonesia. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, Nina Nina is a good friend of ours from from Auckland. I don't know if Brian told you last time, but she's actually the reason we went to New Zealand in the first place when we were in crossing the first season. Um there was this boat that was kind of partying in Tonga and it was a bunch of Kiwis that had come up and chartered the boat through Morgans or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we went over and hung out with them. And at that point, we were on our way to Australia. And she was like, oh, I know you guys have to come to New Zealand. I have a car for you. You're going to love Auckland. You can come and chill at my place. And so we kind of made a decision to go to New Zealand. So she became a pretty good friend of ours and, and joined us for the trip from, from Darwin to Indonesia. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was really cool. So she was with you for a little while. How long was the trip from Darwin to Indonesia? Uh, the passage was only the four, four days. Five days? I Five think. days. Okay. But she was on board for about six weeks. Right. Was it that long? Yeah, I think so. Well, she was in several of the videos of the movies in Indonesia. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Must have been six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then Phoebe joined you pretty close to that is that true yeah i'm pretty sure like if i remember correctly nina flew out and then the next day phoebe flew in <laughs> yeah and Sarah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then phoebe was on board for like two and a half months maybe yeah um so yeah she came out for that period and we did some diving and she did the passage with us to the Philippines, right? Um, which was a real cool experience for her because she'd never been sailing before either um, and never really dove before. And, you know, Brady mm-hmm. taught her how to dive and then was, like, diving in the best place in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, like, it just blew her mind. It was awesome. It was really cool to have her on the boat. 
She's going to be spoiled. Yeah, I know. I'm like, if you're going to dive anywhere else in the world now, you're just going to be like, oh, well, that's it. <laughs> Tell the story about the Wabiyong shark. Oh, yeah. It was like Phoebe's second dive or something, and there was this like huge sea fan or not a sea fan, but like a, what do you call them? Some kind of uh, rose coral. Yeah, or rose coral or something. There was this huge like Wobbegong shark mm-hmm. just like sleeping in it. Yeah. And um, Phoebe kind of looks at me and she points to it. She's just like, oh, look at that. Cool. You know, and then we come up from the dive and we start talking about it. And um, I don't know if you've seen in the videos, but we met that um, research vessel, vessel um, Hang Tua, the Sea Sanctuaries guys. Um, anyway, they had this professional underwater photographer there who'd been like diving in the area for, for years and years. And, um, Phoebe told him the story about how she saw this Wobbegong shark on her second dive. And he's this English bloke and he's like, Oh, what? Like I've been diving for 20 years and I've never seen one of those. They're the one thing I want to see. And yeah, she was, she was pretty spoiled. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That is, that is pretty amazing. Um, the Wobbegong the Wobby was sleeping, though, right? Yeah, it was sleeping. Yeah, yeah they're nocturnal, so. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, <laughs> well, so, and, and he never did get to see his Wobbegong shark then? No, he did. A couple of days later, he came up and he was stoked at the end of a dive because he saw he finally got to see his Wobbegong shark. <laughs> I've been waiting for 20 years to <laughs> yeah. see. He was so pissed at PVA. <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad he at least uh, got to see one. Did he? Did he get it in a, a photograph? Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah. No, actually, he didn't even have his camera on that dive. Oh well, there you go. That's he that's did. why no, he, he saw it. Oh, oh wicked! <laughs> Sweet ads, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, I want to go to Rajon Pot and go diving. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's incredible. Like you just jump in anywhere, and it's just full of life. It's crazy. Yeah, th- that is crazy. I I uh, I'm a diver at the Georgia Aquarium over here. I I live in in and around Atlanta, and um, we're pretty landlocked here. So the only way yeah. for me to get in and uh, see anything on a regular basis and uh, is to go ahead and get in. Uh, I'm a volunteer diver at the Georgia Aquarium, and. So the you cool sound like an interesting guy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool, yeah. So the cool thing is, I get to see like everything, but it's it's not it's not in the wild. Like it it would be yeah. like, so awesome to yeah, get out there and uh, yeah, that's my plan anyway. Is when when we take off, we're going to all the uh, um, best diving locations we can possibly find. So sweet man, do you have a compressor on board? Uh, I well, I don't have I don't have an on board yet. <laughs> you will. You will. The, the boat you the, the boat is coming we're getting there you know what i mean so yeah. uh yeah but that you know that, that's something yeah sure i would love to get, put a compressor on board you guys having the compressor on board that is i bet that saves you a a ton of money sort of um i don't know i mean i looked at the prices of them the other day and i was like have that on board or try and find some place wherever the heck you are in the middle of nowhere to fill air yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Like, especially in Rajampat, like... There's no dive shops. Well, there's, like, a dive lodge, but, I mean, if you see this sweet spot, you know, and then you're, like, 50 miles away from the dive lodge, you're like, oh, I want to go dive it again, but I have to sail all the way over there to get my tanks filled and then all the way back. Like, it's just worth having a compressor. Yeah, 
having having the uh, compressor on board seems uh, pretty key. So, yeah. So okay, how long were you guys in Indo- Indonesia before you had to take off and get more money? Um, we were in Indonesia for two months. Okay, three months maybe. Yeah. Three months, maybe. We got we got, we got into the Philippines um, October thirtieth okay. of two thousand thirteen. Gotcha. Yeah, so I guess it was like two and a half months in Indo. Yeah. Um, and then sailed up to the Philippines, and then we were there for like a couple months, cruising yeah. around the Philippines. Um, had various people fly in and out again, family and friends. Um, and then I guess it was January of. 2014 so last year and um yeah we were broke again (laughs) (laughs) and didn't really want to work in hospitality again so you know with brady already having worked on super yachts before we were like why don't we try and find a team position Mm -hmm. um so i looked into getting my stcw um certificate and found that there was a maritime school in davao in the philippines like right where we were um, that was like the cheapest places, cheapest place in the world to get it at like a hundred bucks. Whoa! So I was like, oh sweet, you know, like things were just falling into place. Um, so I went ahead and got that, and then I guess just through people that we knew, we landed this job on a um, hundred and fifteen foot catch that was sailing back from um, Borneo to Auckland, back to New Zealand. So. It was like a match made in heaven. I don't know. Luck just fell in our lap, I guess, because we were right there. So it was just like a short flight over to Borneo, and then it was like a six-week-long delivery. So it worked out really well. I'm sorry. You you probably said Borneo to where? Uh, To Auckland in New Zealand. All right, yeah. Yeah. It's like 5,000 miles or something. Yeah, it was a great trip. Yeah, it was awesome. Russia calls it luck, but it wasn't really luck the way we got the job. It was more of a manifestation. <laughs> yeah, luck. I don't We'd be know. reading a lot of uh, Wayne Dyer and kind of like manifesting your own destiny, the secret of the stuff on board. <laughs> and it worked, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yosha drew up a, um, this picture of like a sailboat and uh, the date was January 20th, give or take a few days and like a sun and the two of us on the sailboat. Money symbols, money symbols, and like you know, this is before we started looking for work. And then we kind of put the feelers out there, and and one of our friends came through and was like, "Hey, we're looking for delivery crew, and we're leaving um, KK, which is uh, Kota Kinabalu in Borneo, on January twenty second." We're like, "What?" (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty freaky, but it was cool. So two days later, you were on the boat. I don't know what the date was, but it was like I don't know. Yeah, pretty well. It was yeah, like no, yeah. no, it was the twenty second. I right. mean, we didn't we didn't even have enough money to to fly anywhere to get work. We were we were looking at options of staying in the Philippines, and I was going to work as a dive master for you know two two U.S. dollars a day or yeah. something like that. <laughs> and it was like, oh, shit, what are we, we couldn't fly to New Zealand. We couldn't do any of that. So when this when this boat contacted us, and um, they were like, yeah, well, you know, we'll we'll buy your tickets. We'll fly you to from Philippines to Malaysia, and then. And then we'll pay you for for the whole trip back to Auckland. And we're like, sweet, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. We helpful. used the last last little bit of our money in 
in Borneo to stay at the Westin. <laughs> just blew the rest of our money on like a king, <laughs> a king suite, and, you know, because we just came from Delos and like no long hot showers and no big bed, and we stayed in this massive bed in this resort and like. <laughs> We'd a bit crazy. We'd a bit crazy, but you know, it was the last <laughs> last couple hundred bucks we had, and we blew it. And <laughs> yeah, Yasha, you're supposed to keep him grounded. <laughs> yeah, right. I try. He's just he's just too wild. <laughs> okay, cool. So I got a little confused. I think at that point when I was like, because I was reading through your blogs and and things like yeah. that, and watching your videos and everything else, and then all of a sudden this summer, I think, um, I, th- I don't know. I don't know if I was, you know, because you watch the videos and everybody's still there and everything else. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then, cause yeah. I, cause I totally understand that they take time. Right. And, yeah. uh, We're like, yeah. And then all of a sudden I see this post on the blog, like where have we been for the last eight months? And I'm like, what, what do you mean? Where have you been for the last? Yeah. Eight I know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the boat. You're yeah. on the boat. No, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so that's cool. And so Brian and Karen were able to stay on the boat at that point in time. And you guys, um, had to take off, right? Because you guys were out of money. And at that point, you yeah. it was like you guys were just saying, all right, it's 125 bucks a week per per. Is it a week or a month or whatever? Week, yeah. A week, yeah. A week per person, and everybody was uh, chipping in money at that point, right? Yeah. Cool. And you were making your own alcohol. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Cool. Yeah, we were. We were when we were in Australia. We were gonna provision for leaving Darwin, and we figured, you know, even if we wanted like ten bottles, the the bottles there of the of the rum are you know sixty or seventy dollars a bottle. So you're looking at spending seven hundred dollars on ten bottles of, of rum, and we came to you know in Australia, it's legal to to brew your own alcohol and beer, no problem. So we we saw this store that sold little stills. And we went in there, and, and the the lady that that owned the place like gave us all these cool instructions, and we got a full kit with like enough stuff to make us. I don't know, it was like twenty five bottles or something like that for about five hundred dollars. Nice, yeah. So it worked out really, really well. And plus, it was fun, man. It's great to be out in the middle of nowhere. And Indonesia was quite Muslim as well, so if we wanted alcohol, it was quite hard to find. Okay. So it was, yeah, it was a real good bonus to be able to make our own yeah, yeah. and does it taste good yeah it actually does yeah it does. Yeah, we, we some of our stuff we're getting better and better um it's a lot easier than beer some of the beer we've made tastes pretty bad but the liquor yeah. is really really easy <laughs> just soak it soak it in wood chips for a couple months and and add a little bit of a vanilla or honey and then just as good as any whiskey you'd get that's 12 years old nice nice yeah Maybe we're a bit biased because we make it. We make it, and it's on our boat, and we can't get any other whiskey, so it is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah. Um, so, and th- those people like sponsor you, right? Yeah, yeah. Still Spirits. They're they're yeah. they're a great brand, man. The the guy, um, the managing director there. We went and had a meeting with him, and just a really really nice guy, and loves what we're doing, and. Loves that we're using his still on board, so it's one of our supporters. Um. So, all right. So, one of my questions was, how the heck do you get that sponsorship? And you sort of just answered my question. And what does that sponsorship entail? Well, it's it's always kind of in the works. I guess it's always changing and and modifying as we grow and as as they change. And um, it started out basically when when Yosh and I did that trip on on the the big boat from Borneo to Auckland 
we got to Auckland and we were just sitting around and and I wanted a still there because we just got into into making liquor. So I wanted to get a still for our time that we were kind of working in Auckland. Mm-hmm. And I contacted the, the company of the one that we use on the boat. And Brian had just finished making the Delos Moonshining video. Right. So it was kind of perfect timing to, <laughs> to go to them and say, hey, guys, you know, we use your still on board. And look at, how, like look to, at how many views this uh, this YouTube video is going to get that we are promoting your still in. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's basically basically what it was. And, and we came up with a good plan and he, he hooked us up with a with a still to use in Auckland while we were there and mm-hmm. sent sent some goodies out to the boat. And um, we're getting another box sent out to the boat pretty soon. And there's a new still that, that that's really good for boats. It's an air still <laughs> that we're going to. Uh, it's going to be, you know, filmed in the next season and stuff, and we're going to give some reviews on it. So we're really excited. So it basically works out that they give you stuff for like free is basically how that works. Yeah, and, and you basically use it and review it and everything else so that you don't have to purchase it. Right. Yep. Right, cool. I like to think of it more of like a like a like we've been saying lately, more of like a partnership. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so like you know they supply us with the goodies and then we'll sort of. Yeah, like you said, try them out and stuff, and then you know market it for them. So if it's, it's good, like a, yeah, <laughs> right. Give, give. I guess what I'm getting at is like they're not they're not necessarily paying you guys. No, no, yeah, okay, no. Cool. And the uh, and what about the new sales? Yeah, those kind of worked out really well. We um, similar, that, yeah, similar. Same, is it the same kind yeah, of way? Similar sort of situation. We're not we're not getting uh, any money from them or anything they just kind of gave us a really really good deal and okay. and um we we looked at quite a few lofts and one of them was even north and it was kind of everything about super sales we liked they you know they were really good group of guys they were small enough to be really personal yet big enough that they had had so much experience and and knowledge about the industry that it was kind of a perfect fit for us uh sweet so and then all at the same time so you guys said you were working in Auckland. What were you? Were you still just working on that boat, that yacht in in Auckland? Yeah, we we stayed on that boat for like a a month, I guess, after we arrived, and then I guess we were just day working um, on some other boats around there for a little while, and then and then we landed um, kind of a more permanent position um, on a hundred foot Swan. Um, that was going to do a trip through Fiji, Vanuatu, and New Caledonia, and then okay. back to Auckland. Um, the whole thing would take like six months. So we jumped on board in May, and then came back in November. November. So it just last year. Yeah, it just worked out really well, and it was real cool. Like going back, you know, through the places that we'd visited before, and you know, having some local knowledge and seeing some of the same villages and the same people and. It was a really cool experience. That's really cool. And um, so, how how long were you on that boat? Sorry, you pro- you might have said. That's okay. Um, about six months. Okay, cool. So you yeah. were on that boat for about six months. So it was two months over to Auckland, and then doing some day work. And did you, I mean, you had a place to stay. Did you stay with family for the little bit of time that you were in Auckland? Um, we actually stayed with Nina. Oh, she okay. lives there, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. She had a room for us, and yeah, we stayed there for a couple months while we were day working, which worked out perfectly. And then, yeah, and then got the job on the yeah. on the hundred foot swan. We were kind of then, at a 
crossroads whether to because it had been another two years since seeing family again so we're kind of at this crossroads whether to try and make as much money and then fly home to see family in the states or to make money and then go back to Delos or to try and look for for more work and then this job yeah kind of came out of nowhere it was a Sunday morning and I got a phone call from the first mate on board and she was just really nice and invited us over for barbecue and we went over there and she's like, oh yeah, we're leaving in four days. If you guys want the job, it's yours. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so within yeah, a matter of a couple of days, we made quite a few big decisions and moved out of Nina's place and on board this, this beautiful boat to go sailing again. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good. <laughs> and what did you get? Like, what were your positions on the swan? Deccan and um, Yosha was the stewardess. Okay. Yeah. So it was really cool because it wasn't like a typical super yacht where it was, you're the deckhand, you're the stewardess, you're this, you're that. It was, we had our, our um, official positions, I guess you could say, cause you need kind of need to have them, but everybody did everything. It was like a big family on board. There was no crew quarters on board. So it was kind of like everyone hung out together, including the owners. And yeah, it was just a really, really nice time. I mean, I would do everything from, Mostly deck stuff, of course, but help out inside. Yosha would come outside and help out a lot and go diving and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, we'd all be out there sailing the boat. It was awesome. Yeah, all of us needed to be on deck to, to be able to sail, and everyone everyone helmed and everyone did, did their part sailing. It was such a fun boat to sail. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun to me. Sounds yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then after that, you're like you, you haven't been back to Delos in no for so like a year. It's been over a yeah. year, right? It's been, yeah, it's been a year pretty much to the day. What's today? The twenty first yeah. or something? Yeah, we yeah. Left, we left uh, Delos in the Philippines on the twenty first over a year ago, or a year ago to this day. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's uh, that's amazing. But you guys are uh, going back in a few weeks. Yeah, about um, three weeks. February 9th, we'll be back on the boat. Cool. Cool. Which is yeah, super exciting, super exciting. Yeah, man, we're we're stoked to be back out on the boat. We're yeah. really ready. Yeah. yeah. And so from there, you guys went um, and basically back to the states. Saw family. You were home for think you were in the states for Thanksgiving, correct? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and this was all after being on the Swan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, not quote unquote working really. On the Swan? No, 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 no. Oh. Since the Swan, you haven't really been like working. Yeah, just Delos stuff. Right. We could kind of sure. it's kind of our, our job now, and yeah, right. yeah. Once we decided to, you know, that we were going to fly back in February, um, we've just kind of been, you know, getting back into the swing of things with video editing and stuff. So sure, yeah. The last video I just did, and I'm working on a new one at the moment, and Brady's been crazy busy with emails and sending out t-shirts and emailing and getting some new, emailing. some new partners and some sponsorships involved, which is really nice and exciting. Nice. have a lot of stuff coming up for next season. Cool. Cool. Uh, spot yeah. again, same thing, sponsorships, but like p- partnerships and whereas they're kind of giving you stuff to use for free so that you don't have to spend money on it. And then you got, you, you like review it while you're out there. Correct. That's that's the one, man. <laughs> yeah, stuff stuff that we need, and and they want to reach a different market that we kind of really reach. So it's a really good, yeah, nice. good partnership. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you said it right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's and so, and so I've been meaning to get to this, but at this point too, like 
patriotic. Patriotic yeah. is is freaking awesome. Going crazy, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, so that that's fantastic. W- once again, I'm, I'm I'm sorry we didn't get to it until now, but um so what what's the Patreon site? Um pa- what do you mean? Patreon.com forward slash Delos. <laughs> Yes, SV Delos. SV Delos. Okay, so patreon.com forward slash SV Delos. That's yeah, that's where you can go to support our our adventures and travels. Yeah. So I mean I I suggest everybody head o- head over there and uh support you guys and it looks like it's that would be awesome. <laughs> Every little bit counts. Yeah. Yeah. Well I mean it just it, it looks like it's uh going pretty well over there and that's great. So with all of that, do you guys like um, do you like save up a certain amount of money or a budget or anything like that, or do you just kind of how do you, how do you guys do that? Do you just save as much as yeah, you can? It's it's, it's pretty interesting because all this is really really new to us as far as uh, Patreon and and getting some funds coming in now to help out with the with the cruising budget, and um, I think I think. It, a lot of people see it and they're like, oh man, you know, these guys are making a, a lot of money off videos or, or they're making money or something like that. And like, it's important to know that, you know, it just kind of helps us along the way. I mean, it's, it's quite a bit for people to go out and, and cruise around. Yeah. And, it's not like money in the pocket. It's, um, it enables us to keep sailing and living this lifestyle and sharing it with the world. And, you know, the, with the help of, you know, everybody around the world who supports us, it's so humbling and it's so amazing. And, you know, to be able to share that with people and have this goal and this vision of, you know, being able to inspire other people to get out there and sail is like the best thing in the world for us. So yeah, it's way, way more reward than any money could ever, could ever give, you know? So it's really cool. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, yeah. I, I guess that's, that's um, not, quite where i was going with that i but uh i i I totally agree no 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 it's fine i totally agree in the fact that yeah no i mean you're not you're not making money like you're not you're able to maybe get out there and stay sailing and that's it you're not you know it looks like maybe there's a bunch of money coming in but it's not a ton of money coming in and i hope but at the same time it's freaking fantastic that everybody oh, out man, there is just and and we thank you guys for inspiring us, inspiring me, you know, inspiring everybody out there to you know go ahead and set sail and live your dreams and everything else. So um, it's cool whatever well, thank you. whatever everybody can yeah. do to contribute. Um, I guess what I was getting at though is okay. So prior to Patreonic, let's say. Right. Did you ever have like a set budget in mind for yourselves? Like, hey, this is I mean, I guess you guys knew that it was 125 bucks a week to be on the boat. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, so I guess from there you guys could just say, all right, well, we have enough to be on Delos for this long. I guess. Um, or did you? We weren't really, I especially was not good at that. I mean, we would just go until we had zero left and then be like, oh, we need to figure something out. Cool. It was yeah. never like. Well, I mean, we had an idea of like how long the season would be. And yeah, like you said, an idea of how much it would cost, you know, like for food and like an average for food and fuel and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, like each country is so different as well. Like Australia was so expensive. And then the Philippines was like 10 times cheaper. 
So it's kind of hard to budget. Like, you know, we didn't even plan on going to the Philippines. Um, <laughs> we were kind of just in Indonesia and then it was like, oh, the Philippines is right there. Let's, you guys want to go? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. So it's like we'd never really had like, I guess, a set, like a real set plan or a set budget or anything. We just kind of saved up as much as we could and then went for it. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, no, that that's kind of what I was looking for, yeah. But um, yeah. it sounds like you had an idea, Yasha, and Brady was just like, whatever, I got some money in the bank, let's go sail, and when <laughs> I run out, we'll, I'll find Yeah, I don't know, his priorities are different, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the only reason my my um, brain works like that is because there's people like Yasha to back me up when I do run out of money. That's right. <laughs> you know, a good, good brother and Yasha to help me out when times are tough if i didn't have them i'd probably have a different outlook on things right right well and then i guess so what i'm trying to say is is to that end you know i hope patreon helps i hope patreon helps you guys stay out there for longer and that and that's kind yeah. of yeah and that's kind oh, of where absolutely. that's that that will hopefully help is the fact that okay so right now it seems like you guys have a bunch of money saved up because you've been working for well, you worked for several months out of the last year. You haven't been on Delos for a year, basically. Yeah. 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 And then there's also maybe money coming, some money coming in from Patreon to basically maybe make all of your weekly payments be a little bit less. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the idea of it. Cool. Uh, well, that's fantastic, guys. Um Oh, I don't know. Did I did I miss anything? We've been on we've been on the line uh, for over an hour. Is there anything that I didn't ask about that I should have asked about? Uh, anything that I should have mentioned? Uh, um, I think you got it, man. Just just yeah. Thanks everybody for for uh, supporting us along the way and and um, yeah, keep doing it. I mean, we're we're using using the the funds to get you know new cameras and new editing equipment and, and drones and all kinds of cool stuff to show better stuff. And yeah, it's all a great ride and keep sending messages and emails. We love hearing from everybody and we especially love when people send us a picture and it's like, Oh, I just bought a boat because of you guys. Like, like I said, those are the type of things that are way, way more rewarding than any, any money could ever do, you know, inspiring people to get out and, and go sailing. So just keep doing it. That's it. Right. Amen. Yes. <laughs> I uh I totally agree. Uh when I get my boat I'll send you guys a picture. Of us. Sweet man. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Uh thank you guys so much for what you do. Thank you guys uh for joining me today. Um as I said, we've been on the phone for over an hour, so thank you for taking the time out of your Friday afternoon. I hope you were having Absolutely. a few I hope you were having a few beverages while we did this, enjoying <laughs> your Friday afternoon. <laughs> Um, me, I have to go to work tomorrow. I wish I could have been having some beverages, but I wasn't. Uh, but that's okay. We'll have we'll have one for you, Teddy. Perfect, perfect, <laughs> yeah. perfect. Thank you. Uh, again, thank you guys very much. It was a lot of fun talking to you guys. Yeah, thanks, man. We really yeah, appreciate you too. it. All right. See you out there one day, buddy. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I uh, yeah, we'll see you out on the water. All right, perfect. cool. All right. All right. So right after I stopped the recording, I got a good peace and love from Yasha. And I just wanted to make sure that you all heard that and got a little peace and love in your day today. Because everybody needs a little peace and love and everybody can spread a little peace and love and make it infectious out there. So 
Delos is doing their part to make it infectious. Delos is doing their part to inspire everybody with all of their awesome videos and their blog and their Facebook page and their pictures. You can find them over at svdelos.com. You can find them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash svdelos. You can also find them at patreon.com forward slash svdelos and support them in their journey. You can help them get, you know, for as little as like $2 a video, you can help them get more video equipment, some cool stuff to put, you know, better HD stuff in and drones and all that. Everything that Brady said over there, you can help them just make better videos to show you guys if that is what you're looking for. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash svdelos and help them out. Everybody's making websites out there. If you need any help with that, go ahead and fire me an email over at teddyj at sellloop.com. As I said, we got livingc.com. I told you about them at the top of the show. Do you need any help getting anything set up? Head on over to the Sail Loot Way anchor page. There's a little video over there about you know how to get some hosting set up and maybe start your own blog and your own website. And you can show us your adventures and share all that with us and, and help inspire more and more people to get out there sailing and follow their dreams. You can find us at Sail Loot, as always, over at sailloot.com. You can actually also find all of the show notes with all of the links and some cool little write-up about, about this interview over at sailloot.com forward slash episode 018. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash sailloot. You can email me once again at teddyj at sailloot.com. You can find me at Twitter at sailloot. I think I got everything in there, right? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of ways that you can get in touch, and we love, love, love hearing your stories. Please, please get in touch with us if you have any questions and to share your sailing stories. I hope that all of you can find your sail loot to live a life rich in experiences. I hope to see you all out on the water someday. Fair winds and following seas. Peace and love.